message. I am so excited to be speaking on the first Wednesday, the first service of 2019. It is very exciting for me to, to be up here and just to share a few things with you as we get started here kicking off our new year. Um, how many guys had a great 2018? Just give me a round of applause of a great 2018. And, and we're, glad, we're thankful that you guys braved the weather to get here uh, to, 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 to celebrate on, on, our, on our Wednesday service. But 2019 is just starting. It's our second day into the year, and we're, and we're ready moving forward. I know some of us, as we get ready for 2019, we prepare with resolutions and, and rewrite them out, and we want to dedicate, you know, this year I'm going to do so many things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose weight. I know I would make a lot of resolutions as a kid, as, even as a young adult. I would make resolutions, and, and, and some of the most popular ones are like, I'm going to lose weight, and uh, I'm going to get healthy, or I'm going to get closer to the Lord. I'm going to read the Bible in a year, and there's a lot of things that we can do and that we can try to try to do. And there's a lot of reasons why we want to make resolutions for the year. Um, some of them, some of, the res- some of the reasons why we make resolutions is that some of us just want to personally challenge ourselves. You know, the, I've had friends who, who say, you know what, this year I'm going to run a triathlon. I'm like, God bless you, go for it and do it. You know, and then some of them are like, we're going to do an Ironman. I'm like, well, they're just crazy. And that's, I mean, that's just insane to want to run that many miles and swim that many miles. But that's just a personal challenge for them. They want to accomplish something in this year. Another reason why we have resolutions also is it's just for self-improvement. Like I said, for myself, it was always like, hey, you know what? I just want to just drop a few pounds or I want my blood work to be better. I don't want to get to that. I'm getting to that borderline diabetic. Let me kind of bring it down. Let me lose some weight. Let me eat well and not go to, to Mama Margie's as much and get those Carnegie salad tacos, which are, which are great. But let me just tone it down some. Um, so all those things, so just, just just some self-improvement that we want to do. A lot of us always want to work on our finances, and we want to work on, um, you know, just reading more books, just getting more enlightenment. So all that is 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 just to just to improve ourselves. One last one is just for positive change. You know, some of us may think we already have, I got it all together. There's just some things I just want to t- tune up and tweak as, as I go on through the year. And, and that's great. I, and I wish I was like you. But I know for me, when I would make resolutions, I would fall flat. I would kind of forget about it in February, after February 14th, especially a lot of times when, when my goal was, I want to just drop some weight. I just want to just trim down some, because I used to be an EMS in the fire department, and, and, and that's probably one of the most unhealthy lifestyles, and I was at my heaviest, and I was always trying just to trim down, and I would work out at the beginning of the year, and I would try to eat well, but then, you know, then you have, and January was the toughest month for me, because we had my wife's birthday, January 12th, so that's what cake and then we had my dad's birthday my brother's birthday the 24th and then we have cake and then we have the 24th my dad's birthday cake my father-in-law's birthday the 22nd cake and then my brother's my other brother's birthday the 27th cake and then we had and then we had valentine's day chocolate strawberries and cheesecake and then and then we had and then we had my anniversary in the 27th and it just was like you know what I'm not even going to start you know I'm not going to have the beach body for spring break it's not going to be good you know it just just wasn't happening for me and so it was just there was and, and I don't know if you guys are in the same boat that I am when I'm doing those resolutions that sometimes it could just feel like man this just isn't working and I mean why can I get into the groove and I look at and so I will look at so many people and try to figure out how did they get to look like that or or how or how do they have such control over their finances or how are and more importantly for me I will look at some guys who are just just some spiritual mentors and I'm like man I want to be like that 
always wondered what that, what that was, what they would do to get to those levels. And I was trying to do all sorts of resolutions and always falling flat. But then I discovered as I was reading one day, one of my years of trying to lose weight, I got men's health. And I was looking at men's health. I was like, okay, what, how do these guys do it? And it really wasn't any big thing. It was always a lot of little things. Um, one article said, stop eating, you know, like white bread and white rice. And I'm like, well, that's easy. But then it's like, well, then tortillas are white. And you're like, you can't, you can't do that, right? And then we just can't, we couldn't do that. So it was like, so I was like, okay, that's a small step. Uh, someone said, hey, I heard a pastor say that he wanted to read through the Bible every year. just like, And he met a gentleman who did it for 15 years straight. And he just kept reading it and reading it. And he admired him. And the key that that gentleman offered him was just 15 minutes a day. I was like, 15 minutes a day, you can get through the Bible in a year. I'm like, I can do 15 minutes a day. That's, that's simple. And so several years ago, I started doing that, 15 minutes a day of just reading the Bible, 15 minutes a day. And I'm a slow reader, but in a year, I got through the Bible. And I've done that for several years, just reading 15 minutes a day and journaling, reading 15 minutes a day. And that's what just helps me get in, in my walk, getting closer to the Lord. So it, it's not any one big thing. And I even looked in Scripture where people say, well, you just got to take a leap of faith and just do it. Right? You always hear that. Just take a leap of faith. But there really, I couldn't find anything in Scripture that, said, that talked about taking leaps of faith. It was all about the process. It was all about small steps, taking a step forward. Peter had to step off the boat. Now think about it. With Peter, him stepping off the boat, that was like he took a step and went forward. But then I even went further down the Bible on that. I would looked in Genesis chapter 1. In Genesis chapter 1, we know that God created the heavens and the earth. He created everything. And I'm thinking, if he's God, couldn't he have made everything all at once? Couldn't he have just said, and there it is. It's all there. It's all showing up. No need for six or seven days. He just, just spoke it, and it was there because he's God. He can do it. But God values the process. God values the small steps. God values those little things. And I think he was teaching us a lesson of being patient and, and just and working through the process. And you think about it. Noah, Noah had to build an ark. God could have said, boom, there's a boat. No, he wanted Noah to go build and ark. The Israelites, they had to walk for 40 years through the wilderness. God could have taken them there, but no, they had steps to take. David had to wait years to be king, but he had to go through so many hardships and so many trials. And yet we read in Psalms all the steps he took to keep his heart after God. And so steps is a big deal. So that's our big idea. The one thing that I would love to help you start your year off with is a big idea, something to kind of stick in your mind. If you want to write it down and put it on, a, on your mirror or wherever it is, write it in lipstick for your spouse, whatever you want to do. Um, this is just something that I think is pretty catchy that I I want to encourage you with to take home with you. It's this. This is our big idea. It isn't, it is the small things you do every day that make a big difference. It's very simple. It's the little things, the little things that we do every day that make a big difference. And for those of you who are, who are math buffs, I don't know if they have it on screen, but for math buffs, it's, it's basically this. You can write this down. Little changes over time equals, I mean, little things over over time equals big changes. Again, little things over time equals big 
changes. And it's the process that we do. It's, it's the little things over time constantly. It's, it's, it's getting water for all your meals. My wife does that very well. I like lemonade. I love sweet tea. And, but getting water, 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 little things that we do that, that make a big change. We don't think it matters, but it does. It's those little things over time. Everybody say little things over time equals big changes. Very good. So, so this is what I, so whenever I'm usually making decisions and thinking about, God, what am I going to do this year? What am I going to target? How, how, any decisions and choices I would make during the year, my, uh, there's a verse that would always pop into my mind. And my mother gave me this verse. She would write it in our Bibles. Anytime we have new Bibles, she would, she would text it to us. She would write it to us. And if you have your Bibles, you can open up to Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6. Very popular verse. And it says this, it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understandings. In all your ways, acknowledge him or submit to him and he will make your paths straight. And when I read that, I think about Solomon, uh, King Solomon, that before his dad died, King David, he told him something like this. He gave him a, a charge. He gave him some encouragement of, hey, I want you to follow God. Keep him at the center. Follow him with all of your heart. Don't trust your own knowledge. Trust in the Lord. And he, he, I'm pretty sure he remembered what his dad was telling him. And as I read that verse, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understandings. In all your ways, submit to him. He will make your path straight. I think of a charge that Jesus gave to us where he said, love the Lord God with all your mind, heart, and strength. And so I was thinking about those three things. Like, why would, what's the big deal about those three? And I think Jesus was on to something, and this can help us as we get ready for our resolutions or ready for a new year. That Jesus knew that everything starts in our mind. That whatever we put into our mind, that's where our thoughts take shape. And when, and when we begin to think on the things that were constantly put in our mind, it goes down into our heart. And scripture says that we're supposed to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. When we change what we've, what we've been thinking about, what we put in, what we listen to, we begin to change our heart. And our heart is where our behaviors come from. Scripture says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And, script, and so we know that all we put into our minds, it will eventually come out through our actions and through our behaviors and, and, and our words because that is embedded in our heart. The psalmist also said on the, on the good side, he also said that let me hide your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. It's what we put in our heart that produces our behaviors. So love God with your mind. Have, do, put the right things in your mind. Let it go into your heart to produce good speech, good actions. And the last one is our strength, is that that produces our habits. That when those three things are in line with God, our habits is what we start doing. And people begin to notice that we're good. And Proverbs says that even a child is known by his actions. And that's what we need to understand is that by our actions, people know that we're followers of Christ. People also know that, hey, they're doing something different. Hey, they're going to notice when you're not eating uh, at Arby's all the time where I'm thinking Arby's. I'm thinking Arby's right now. It's like I mean, we're, we're going to go to Arby's or we're not going to get the fries. You're going to go eat somewhere. You're going to eat at home. You're going to kind of tailor your lifestyle now because you're changing your habits. You're changing how you're thinking. You're changing what you're putting in your heart. And now you're changing your behaviors. And that's where big changes come in when you just do the little things. 
So there's really three things that I kind of want to leave you guys with, out with. So those, those are the three big, but there's three things, and it's just to, how to live it out. And this is your homework assignment, so you can write it down, put it in your phone. The first one is your homework assignment. Number one is to be focused. And basically it's take one word, forget the resolutions, no need to write a resolution or a statement. Take one word, and that's what I've been doing over the past several years where I would think about one word, one theme that God would have for my life. Last year it was for patience because I was starting a new job and, and I was starting a new career. I was retiring from one and going into another. Patience with my kids because my, my, one of my daughters was going to college and I had to be patient with the system and the process and not want to rush things. This year for me, the Lord has really spoken to my heart for one word and it's happened over the past three months. And I, and I prayed, God, is this the word you want? And for me, it was consistency and being consistent with my wife, being, dating my wife, loving her the way God wants me to, and being consistent in my relationship with my spouse, being consistent with my kids, spending that time away from everything else and just focusing on my kids and my, and my devotional time and talking with them, not talking at them, but actually talking with them and, and knowing where their hearts are, knowing, trying to find out where their dreams are at and what they want to do in life and encouraging them. And being consistent in that, not just saying, hey, we'll start this and not follow through, but being consistent in all the things. Being consistent in my spiritual devotional time and my time with the Lord. Being consistent in, in, in my daily prayers and, my, and, and, and fasting and praying and, and reading the word in certain disciplines. And that I felt God saying, for you to get to the next level with me, with me I want you to be consistent. What's that word for you? That word could be anything for you. It could be more joyful, to look at the brighter side of things. It could be uh, growth, that God wants you to grow this year in a certain area. Whatever, take some time to pray and really think about it and write that down and say, God, this is the word. This is my theme, not my resolution, but my theme, what I'm going to target to live, how I want to be over, the, over this next year. And don't worry about, about making big changes. There's a book by Ken Blanchard. It's called No Can Do. And in there, people always focus on making big changes. And I want to be totally different by next year. But really, if you just change 1% a week, if you're just changing 1% a week, that's by the end of the year next year, you're, 50, you're over half, you're 52% different. You've changed. You have a positive impact in your life. You've made 50% growth in your life. And that's a good thing. And you can walk into 2020 saying, God, I've improved and I want to improve more. And as you see growth and as you see things changing in your life, you can begin to walk forward, being encouraged, knowing that God is walking with you. Number two, be empowered. Rely on the Holy Spirit. We cannot do this on our own. We can't make changes on our own. We can't improve in our life. We can't do things on our own. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to walk with us in Galatians 5.16, it says, so I say, walk by the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit. Walk with the Spirit. Ask the Spirit to guide you, to lead you in your daily decisions. And your last one, be encouraged. Be encouraged. Surround yourself with support. And here at Westover, we have what we call life groups. And as you start your year, we want you to, have to, to be involved. We, we want you to be uh, on your making great journey. And sometimes we think we can do things on our own. But we have over 100 and I believe 40 life groups that are waiting for people to join. So join a life group or lead a life group. We want, pe we want to help people grow and have the best year they possibly can. Um, and so be encouraged, especially when you get down. You need someone who's going to pull you along, someone who's going to encourage you and take you all the way to where you need to be. 
It kind of reminds me of, uh, of a story of when we were moving this past year. I have, a, I have an old 1997 pickup truck that I can't, that I'm trying to fix to get moving, and my wife wants me to sell it, but I don't want to sell it. I like working on it. But, my, but it wasn't running, so my friend said, hey, we'll pull it to your new house. Well, I never told them I'd ever had my car. I've never been towed before by someone else. So as they hooked up the the the, the the rope and they put the hook in and they're pulling my truck. We're going through uh, Gom and going through Shanefield and I'm nervous and I'm scared and it's dark and my flashers are going and I'm being pulled as they're pulling my truck. I'm, I have the brakes the whole time on. I am so scared. I'm nervous. I'm sweating. My knuckles are white. I'm there and you just hear, you just hear things grinding along. And I'm just like, oh gosh, please just get us there. Just get us there. Just get us there. When we finally get there, my friend says, hey, why were you riding the brakes? Had you never done this before? I was like, no. No, I was so nervous because I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. I was sweating. My heart was pounding. And that's sometimes how we are, that when people begin to, we're afraid to let people in and to encourage us and to pull us forward to where we need to be. And that's what God wants for each and every one of you. He wants you to be surrounded by a body of believers who are going to pull you and take you into, into a great new year and a great new life and an improved life. Join a life group. Join a life group. I promise you, you will not regret being surrounded by fellow believers who are going to encourage you and build you up. Be focused. Be focused. Rely on the Holy Spirit. Be empowered. And be encouraged. Get some support. Because, guys, it's not the big things that we do. It's all the little things over time that we do every day that will make a big difference. Everybody bow your heads and close your eyes. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this wonderful day you've given to us, of just us celebrating your goodness, seeing people's lives changed. And Father, I thank you for the opportunity to share with people here about your goodness, about how to start their year off right. And Father, I encourage them that they would begin to take a step closer to you, a step towards your goodness, a step closer to knowing you. And Father, I pray for those right now who are, who, are, who are sitting here, maybe thinking, well, how do I get my year to start off right? I pray for them, God, that they would give their lives over to you. That they would pray a simple prayer that says, God, I'm yours. I'm a sinner. I need you. Make me right. And that's it. And they belong to you, God. That's the best way to start off their year, that when they acknowledge you as their Lord. And Father, I pray for everyone here that they would accept the challenge of, of finding that one word, that one word that you want them to, to change their life with, whatever it is. Begin to drop that word in their heart. That they would begin to think, how can I improve? How can I be better? How can I be all God has called me to be? What's that word? As mine is consistency, God, I pray that others will begin to, to hear your voice speak to him today or during this week to discover what it is, how they can in this new year, be a new them, a better them than they've ever dreamed of. God, I pray that your presence and your blessings would go with all of our friends and family here. May we continue to celebrate your goodness because of those who are baptized, God, and we thank you for everything in your wonderful name. Amen. Guys, thank you all for coming and being here. We love you. You guys have a great rest of your week. You are dismissed.